to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Thursday, and we have a caller who's been waiting on hold, so let's go right to the phones. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hi, you're on the air. No, I can hear something. All right. Well, you'll have to call back. Sorry. 508-996-0500. You can also send in app chat messages on the WBSM app. Uh, not bad says, good morning, Tim. What in the world happened to Mary? Well, I don't want to get into callers and app chatters going back and forth, but I have no idea why the early morning callers believe that Trump is the answer for everything. I voted for Trump the first time, but voted against him on his rebid to the office due to the major division his administration inflicted on our country that remains to this very day, as is evident by the calls into WBSM. I mean, I think you're always going to have division, I think you're always going to have people that are on two different sides and will feel passionately about those two different sides. But what has happened, and this goes pre-Trump. In fact, I would say this probably goes back to the Obama administration and the way that people reacted to Obama's election and, and maybe even a little bit further back into to George W. Bush. And you know what? The more we look at it, it, it could just be something that's been there always. But there's the problem is it's become less about the ideology and what your particular ideology believes or or the uh, policies it wants to put in place, the initiatives that it wants to, to get going while that particular administration is in office. And it's become less about that and more about just beating the other side. And when it only becomes about winning and losing, that's this is not an arena where it's about winners and losers. That's not what the government is designed to be. The government is designed to be cooperation, collaboration for the will and the good of the people. And as such, that means you have to make concessions. That means that you have to be willing to say, okay, well, I wanted this, but I also wanted that, but I'm willing to give up this to get that. And I'm willing to let you have that in order for me to get this. And that has gone away. And one of the things that, that Joe Biden campaigned on, and one of the reasons that again, he wasn't, he wasn't my first choice, but when it came down to the final two choices that I had, yeah, I chose him. But one of the things that did appeal to me about him was that he was pushing a desire to bring back some of that no normalcy, we'll call it, <clears throat> excuse me, the normalcy of compromise, the removal of the idea of needing to, to own the other side, to win, to beat the other side, and to bring back the idea of compromise. Not that, and he, I remember him speaking about it on the campaign trail saying, and that may mean that Democrats don't get everything that they want or they don't get it the way that they want it, but that that's what compromise is all about. And that's the way that a government works effectively. Because if you're going to work for all the people, then you need to be willing to have things that will 
be what all of the people are willing to accept. And that's where we have an issue here. And that's what bothers me about so many of these calls is it's not, people aren't making the point of, I really hope that Donald Trump becomes president. Now, some people are, so I'm not trying to generalize. But it's not about, I really hope Donald Trump becomes president because I think his policies will be better. I think that it will lead up. I mean, some folks are saying that, of course. But I think a lot of folks just want to see Joe Biden lose. They just want to see the Democrats lose. You know, so, so Mary doesn't want to call in for, an, just using her as an example, she doesn't want to call in and talk about the flaws of the, of the policies, the flaws of what the, the administration has done and, and where she thinks that those, those issues happen. She wants to call up and crap all over me because Joe Biden's my guy. That's not about feeling a certain way about an ideology. That's about trying to win. That's about her waking up and feeling like she has to get one over on me. And that's why we have this divisiveness. The divisiveness is because it's not about seeing other people. I mean, shouldn't we all want for the government to successfully govern? Shouldn't we want whoever is in charge to take care of us in a way that we want to be taken care of? I shouldn't even say taken care of because it's really not their job to take care of us. But shouldn't they govern us in a way that we are fine with? Isn't that, shouldn't that be what the goal is instead of just winning and losing? It's, it's politics. It's not pro wrestling. But the problem is we started bringing in pro wrestling style personas and pro wrestling style storylines. And we have the, the hype people. We have the, the Bobby the Brain Heenans and the Jimmy Hearts of the world. And it just, it devolves. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also send in those app chat messages or those open line voicemails. Uh, I did want to address something. So yesterday, we had Council President Morad call in and she wanted to counter some of what Jack Spillane had said on Monday. Uh, then Jack called in to kind of counter. And as I said, you know, Jack had said that if he was wrong about something, he would be willing to say that he was wrong. And um, he felt that, you know, what Council President Morad was saying was not incorrect. We'll talk more about it with him on Monday uh, so we can get into it. It'll be easier in person, but we, you know, Jack did call in and, and have his say over the phone. But the one thing that I want to clarify and point out is, as Council President Morad had made reference to when, when talking about the TIF for parallel products, she had made reference to the fact that council, for, uh, former council president and, and city councilor Ian Abreu had not spoken out against parallel products and getting that TIF. And it just was pointed out that at the time of that, when that was voted on in 2015, he was not on the council. So I just wanted to, to clarify that. Now, I went back and listened to her comments and, and we could ask her to clarify this more if we need to. I don't, but she didn't say that he 
didn't vote one way or the other. She said that he didn't speak out against it. So I, th- I think, and I don't mean to put words in her mouth, but I think she was referencing the fact that, you know, he was a leader in the business community at the time due to his position on the One South Coast Chamber, and he didn't speak out about it. But I don't, I, I know that he not necessarily would have. I don't think that the person that is working to help develop businesses and help them join the, the, the South Coast Chamber and working with them to come up with strategies to help their business, I don't know that it's their job to go around and, and speak out against businesses coming to the city. But I just wanted to clarify that, that he was not on the council when that vote happened. So if that's the way that you heard it, uh, it's that would not be accurate. But I'm, I'm not totally sure that's what she meant, but we just want to make sure that we clarified that. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? I am fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. I wish I had as much energy as you do this morning. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, hey, I call in. you got a great topic going on today. All I got to say is no matter what any problems that anybody talks about, in my opinion, until we get rid of the Republicans and Democrats and become Americans again, we're going to continue. They've got us in a smoke screen where Americans are battling Americans. And it's just it's really it's a sad situation. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think that there's uh, someone out there, you know, pulling the strings, trying to make people go against each other. I think it's just become the natural uh, end result of the fact that social media has put everybody's opinions in each other's faces. So I think that that's that's what's really driving this more than anything. And it's not really good for the country or the people. No, I mean, it might as well be at the fact where instead of, you know, voting a certain way or, you know, hanging a certain flag outside of your home or something, you might as well just wear a jersey that says Democrats on the front or Republicans on the front with your name and number on the back. And and just, you know, just be rooting for the team, rooting for the laundry, because that's what it is. Yeah, it's it's really a sad state of affairs that, that the people just can't get together because of party affiliation and, and and that's both sides of the aisle. People just can't see the forest through the trees because of party affiliation. And it's a shame what it's come to. Yeah, I would agree. Well, thank you very much for taking my call, Tim. I appreciate your time and your effort. Thank, thank you, you and God bless you. You as well. Have a great day. Thank you. And if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. See, so, and, and this is not me saying this. This is me taking the analysis that that political analysts have said. And they have looked at Donald Trump and the Donald Trump movement and referred to him as a populist president. Now, they said the same. A lot of people said the same thing about Barack Obama because he motivated a lot of first time voters to come out. A lot of people to come out that weren't going to vote otherwise, but they voted for him because of the, the change that he represented. Uh, and I think a lot of people did the same thing for Donald Trump. And in, in a way of, you know, looking at it as, oh, here's an outsider. Here's somebody who is not a politician. And I'm tired of politicians playing politician games. So, yes, I will come out and I will vote for a business person who is going to to run for president. Now, the problem is, is when you have these populist movements, you end up with people who are getting involved in it that are not. completely educated in what it means. So uh, if you go around and you ask people, you know, do you identify as a Democrat or a, or a Republican? 
which is really what you're saying is you identify as a liberal or conservative, but you know people want to put the, the, the capital letter proper nouns on it. And so you'll say that to someone and they'll say, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a Republican. And there are some people that you say that to and you say, well, if you're a Republican, what made you become a Republican? And rather than talking about what the Republican Party stands for and the general platform that it pushes and the ideology that it has, what they'll say is, I don't like Joe Biden or I don't like Kamala Harris or I don't like AOC or I don't like Elizabeth Warren. And if you are a Republican because you don't like Democrats, then I don't know if you understand what it means to be a Republican and vice versa. If you call yourself a Democrat because you don't like Donald Trump and that's the only reason why, do you know what it means to be a Democrat? Do you know what that party stands for? And do you know why, if you're putting that D next to your name, what all of that stands for? And I think that that's, you know, something that we talked about this yesterday. I had to um, fill in a bit for Barry yesterday. I made a mistake with the schedule. I, I, Barry had said that, that uh, Brian was covering his days off. I thought that that meant yesterday too. My fault for not checking. So I came in for 45 minutes or so with our intern, Nia, and we were talking about what they teach her at Greater New Bedford Vogue Tech, and she was talking about what access to government, what education they have about government. And I think if we gave people at that age a better understanding of that, and I think that what that means is, yes, you teach kids government in ninth grade, but maybe you have to reiterate it when they're seniors, when they're about to start voting. You know, a refresher course and what that all means. Because do you really think a 14-year-old kid that learns how the government works, that stays at the top of their mind for the next couple of years when they're worried about acne and dating and cars and the prom and all that other stuff? Or do you think that maybe it becomes less important to them and they say, I'll focus on that later when I can vote? So I do think that we could educate people better on that topic. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. I hey, I just want to say I agree with that last caller. I'm just tired of the Democrats and Republicans. I mean, I'm to the point I'll just I'll vote for independent, and that's it because they're both to me a joke. Yeah, just about the team and the team winning, right? Yeah. So it's just uh, you know you listen to both sides and you think one side's a little better, but then you see stuff. I mean, it just does. They don't ever get nothing accomplished. So. I'm kind of glad Kennedy's going independent right now. I think it makes more sense for him. I mean, you, you can make more noise that way uh, than you can trying to run up against the brick wall of an incumbent president. Yep, yep. So, I mean, I remember Ross Perot, and, you know, I think if he, had, if he hadn't quit and come back, he might have done it a second time, but he quit, and I, who wants to quit him? So maybe Kennedy will do something different. All right. Well, thank you for the call. All right. Bye. Have a good day. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Tim. How you doing? All right. Um, I, th I think a lot of the bitterness, um, I think a lot of the bitterness that, not maybe not so much on the radio, but that is shared between people and conversation is, I think a lot of people are really disheartened by the political... Um, parties just weaponizing every single branch of government against the opponent. You know, when when the DNC under Hillary Clinton's directive hired Fusion GPS to fabricate that entire dossier, which 
at this point, we all know what was fabricated. You know, they 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 pitched this to the FISA court, which is really bad, to, to, to pretty much infiltrate his entire campaign. And I just wonder, had that had all of this dirty stuff had not have happened, and I just wonder what people's opinion of Trump would have been if it hadn't been so tainted by the 24-hour barrage of negative uh, media coverage. Um, well, I mean, I can only of, give you. Trump. I can only give you myself you know, as an example, and my opinion of Donald Trump was formed based on Donald Trump's own words and actions. I I don't I don't doubt that I'm not that wasn't my claim I'm just saying that people are really susceptible to what they see on on big box media and I mean let's face it the guy the guy hadn't even gotten into office and we already had people promising to impeach him I mean how is that I mean it's you know I mean they 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 weaponized the IRS against particular people depending on their political views I, I mean this stuff should never have happened you know and I just I just wonder if things wouldn't have spun so far out of control if um, if these political operatives didn't go to the length that they did you know they pulled out all the stops you know and I'm sure it played a part but I think I think there was a lot of factors that played into this devolution and you know that certainly didn't certainly didn't help but I think that this was a um, path that things were headed down anyway just based on the general malaise that people had toward politics yeah I mean and, and you and you may be right I mean maybe that is true I just I don't I just and I'm and maybe my perspective's a little skewed but um and not because of Trump just because of what I just because I'm a little bit conservative mm -hmm. but, but also um, but also because you know you you are upset about the way that that went so you know that might weigh a little right. heavier in your mind and, understandable and, and and there's no consequences for any of these people like that's that's the worst part it's like there's no satisfaction you're never you're never satisfied to, in your mind to say to yourself well at least justice was done never nothing you know it, it's it's, well, it's really slanted it's things that are done for games and games that have no no final end result and that's it's that's what's a, worse it's just, it's just all in the name of power. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, and, and I don't know how we fix that. That's that's a, a much deeper problem than, than you know, you and I can fix right now. Consequences, that's how it happens. I mean, we have to agree that there's rules that can't be broken. And and and, and that's not where we are. Right. There are no rules that can't be broken. If you're in power, your butt is covered, and you really have no worries. All right, I just got to hold you there because I got to take a break, but thank you for the call. Thanks, Tim. And Bye. you have a great day. And uh, I will take more of your phone calls. We just are up against the break. Before we go to the break, though, uh, one thing that you can count on is we're talking about, you know, the uncertainty of things in the world. The one thing that you can always count on is that Paul and Dixon is a name that you can trust because insurance is more complicated than you think. It's not as simple as just going online, clicking a couple of boxes, and then boom, you're covered. It's not that easy. There's more to it than that, especially if you want to make sure that you get the right insurance at the right price. And that's what Paul and Dixon can do for you. They've been in business for almost two centuries, and they are there when you need them. They have experienced experts who will counsel you on risk assessment and risk management. 
They'll do the shopping for you to make sure that you get the right insurance at the right price. They have access to over 30 carriers. Everybody that works there averages over 15 years of experience. They know the South Coast. They know your insurance needs, and they know how to get you that best deal possible. So why not stop by and see them? They're located at 388 County Street in New Bedford. You can also give them a call, 508-996-8593, or you can visit them online at pd-ins.com. Visit Paul and Dixon, talk with them about some of the companies they work with, such as Arbella Insurance and many more, and get yourself the best insurance deal possible to make sure that you're covered, that you're protected, but that it's not taking too much out of your wallet. Again, pd-ins.com. That's Paul and Dixon Insurance. We'll be right back. All right, we are a little late getting to Ariel for all the news of the day, but let's go right into the newsroom right now with Ariel Dorsey. President Biden will give a primetime speech tonight about the attacks in Israel and the war, war in Ukraine. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says Biden's speech from the Oval Office will begin at 8 p.m. Eastern. The president was back in Washington last night after a brief visit to Israel where he met with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in a show of U.S. solidarity. Another vote for Speaker of the House is expected today. This after Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan fell short of the 217 votes needed to be elected for the second time in two days. The chamber has been unable to move any legislation following Kevin McCarthy's ouster weeks ago and won't be able to until a new speaker is confirmed. A U.S. Uh, plane full of deported Venezuelans has landed in Caracas. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement say about 130 Venezuelans were aboard the plane that took off from Texas on Wednesday. U.S. and Venezuelan officials said earlier this month that deportations would restart after being stalled for years due to diplomatic issues between the two countries. Dutch citizen Jorn van der Sloot says he killed American teenager Natalie Holloway after she refused his sexual advances. The 18-year-old Holloway was reported missing in 2005 while celebrating her Alabama high school graduation in Aruba. Van der Sloot was recently extradited to the U.S. from Peru to face extortion charges for offering to sell the location of Holloway's body. The opening bell rings this morning after markets closed sharply lower on Wednesday. This comes as er earnings reports from major companies continue to roll in. It's also as investors continue to monitor the war between Hamas and Israel and the impact it may have on the economy. Taylor Swift has released a live track from her hit movie, The Eras Tour. Cruel Summer is from her 2019 album, Lover, and has been streamed over a billion times on Spotify. On Wednesday night, Swift released a live version that was recorded during her tour and can be heard in the hit movie. It is not clear if Swift will be releasing any other songs from the film. In sports, the Celtics are going to be wearing some new threads this season. On Wednesday, the team leaked several images of a never-before-seen uniform that features a white, gold, and green colorway. This year, the team elected to sport Boston across the chest in an arc-shaped form with the green lettering surrounded by a gold border. The Celtics wrap up the preseason when they visit the Charlotte Hornets tonight. The Patriots updated their injury report following Wednesday's practice. Six players were listed as absent in Trent Brown, Hunter Henry, Jonathan Jones, Riley Reef, Josh Uche, and Keon White did not participate. David Andrews, Christian Barmore, and Kyle Duggar were among the 14 players listed as limited participants. The Patriots will host the Buffalo Bills this week at Gillette Stadium. 
And the Bruins are hoping a change of the lines will create more offense. Morgan Geeky, who has been practicing alongside Brad Marchand and Matt Portra, recently expressed how excited he is to play with the captain. The Bruins will be looking to extend their winning streak to start the season to three games when they visit the San Jose Sharks tonight. Now let's take a look at your local forecast. This morning and later on today will be mostly sunny with highs in the mid-60s. And as tonight rolls in, it will consist of mostly cloudy skies reaching lows in the, in the lower 50s. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Get breaking news alerts, stream audio, send us text messages, and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. And I think that's the song that really made me a Huey Lewis and the News fan. Uh, seeing that video, too, on MTV. Such a fun video. You know, seeing a band that was actually having a good time making a video. And I don't know. I, I just I love Huey Lewis and the News. I've seen them one time, though. One time I went to see them. They did a, a free concert on the Boston Common as part of another radio station's little festival there. And I went with all my friends and I said, we're going to go, we're going to go see Huey Lewis in the news. And this was at a time when, you know, they weren't as popular as they used to be, but all my friends were like, yeah, that sounds great. And we got there, we sat all day. We saw a number of great bands ahead of time, but we sat there all day waiting for Huey Lewis in the news. And when they finally came out, I guess they had arrived in Boston, but their instruments had not. So they ended up doing acapella instead which was actually really cool. And they had, um, they had the album Four Chords and Several Years Ago had just come out where they did their own cover songs of a lot of like 50s and 60s songs. So it really kind of fit the mood. I remember when I was going to my junior prom, that's the CD I was listening to as I was you know, showering, getting ready and getting dressed. That's the, that, so I'll always associate hearing that album. And that's what's great about music is we can tie in those memories to when we've heard those songs. Anyway, uh, you might look at a menu at a restaurant and say, if this is it, I want to go. Oh, sorry. That's my terrible impression of Huey Lewis, but that won't happen to you when you go to Justin Other Phoenix in North Dartmouth, because when you look at the menu and say, if this is it, 
First of all, there's a lot of choices on here, but I can also order off their specials menu where they have delicious and intriguing and innovative specials every day. Right now, they are incorporating the flavors of fall. So pumpkin pancakes are definitely on the menu. All kinds of other great things at Just Another Phoenix. And what I love about it is that the family atmosphere that they have, and when I say it's a great place to bring your family, yes, but if you don't have a family, they can become your family. When you walk in, they know everybody. They know It's kind of like Cheers. You know, They call you by your name. You walk in the door, Norm. It's really awkward, though, if that's not your name when they say that. But anyway, you know, you don't want to correct them. You're just being polite. But you walk in, they know who you are. They make you feel like you're a part of their family. And so you can sit down at the counter and chat up the cook as he's making all the meals for the morning or the other folks that are sitting at the counter. Or you can go sit off at a table on your own, read the paper, whatever it is that you want to do. Also... If you can't spend any time in the restaurant, that doesn't mean you can't get a delicious Just Another Phoenix breakfast. That's why they have their drive through window. So you can actually pull up, order it, get it to go, take it to wherever you need to be, and still have that delicious Just Another Phoenix breakfast. So check them out. They're located on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. Just Another Phoenix restaurant. And make sure you follow them on Facebook so you get all the information about their specials, even before I can give it to you. All right, 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and chime in and get involved in the discussion. I want to read an app chat message we got from John. John says, I was wrong. I did say the pro-Palestinian protest was conceived as an insurrection in my eyes. I'm app chatting to let you know that I stand corrected. And that was just my only contention with John's point is, you know, you couldn't equate it to being the same thing that people say that January 6th was. Uh, in terms of trespassing, was it trespassing? It appears that way. I was looking at some information online after he told me about it. I didn't see it. I, w- I left right here yesterday, drove to Norwell, spoke at the Norwell Public Library. Uh, some friends who I haven't seen in a while came to that, so we, we chatted a bit outside for, I don't know, close to an hour afterward, and, and then I made my way home from Norwell. And by the time I got home, I had purchased a bottle of absinthe because I'd always wanted to try real, true absinthe. And it, it's a process. If you're not familiar with it, it's an anise-flavored liquor. I believe I'm saying it right, An- anise. The stuff that they put in anisette cookies, the thing that is in fennel, uh, and also what gives licorice its flavor. Now, I don't like licorice. I don't like anisette. I don't like anise, but I've always wanted to try this. And what's interesting about it is it's a very old drink. It's been around for hundreds of years. And the way that people, some people like to just drink it straight, but the way that most people drink it is this French style of drinking it, which is where you have to have a special spoon, an absinthe spoon. You put that on top of the glass. You put a sugar cube. You pour about an ounce of absinthe into the glass. You put the spoon over the glass. You put the sugar cube on the spoon, and then you let cold, ice-cold water drip onto that sugar cube to dissolve it until you get to the point where it's about five parts water, one part absinthe in the glass. And then you mix it up and, and you, you drink it. And you don't shoot it, you got to sip it. And so I've always wanted to try it. I can never find real absinthe anywhere. I would go into liquor stores and ask, and they're like, no, we don't carry that. There's not enough interest in it. Well, Stevie's Wine and Spirits here in Fairhaven have it. So I went over there and I grabbed a bottle yesterday before I went to the library because my intention was when I come home, you know, I'm going to have a, a, a drink and I'll, I'll try it out and I'll enjoy it. Well, I, I got it. And it's not cheap. It's, it's pretty pricey. 
But I got it. I brought it home. After the lecture, I got home. It was about 10 o'clock, and I said, I don't have a lot of time. I got to go to bed. But I do want to try this. And I had put up on Facebook that I'd gotten it, so people were waiting to see what I thought. So I opened up the bottle, and I'm immediately punched in the face with the aroma of anise. And I was like, hmm, I don't know that I'm going to like this. So I poured it into the glass, and I sipped it straight, and it was definitely too much for me straight. And so then I took the spoon. I put. I had gotten the sugar cubes. I put the sugar cube on it. And as people know, you know, I'm on a low-carb diet right now, and I can't have a lot of sugar and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, I can do this. You know, this is pro- a sugar cube in this drink is probably still less sugar than in a bottle of soda or something. So it's not like it's going to kill me here to, to, to have this. And it's not something I'm going to drink every day. So let's try it. And so I put the sugar cube on the spoon, and I dissolved it. I didn't have a absinthe fountain that slowly drips the water. So I just some ice cold water from the fridge into the cap. And then I slowly dumped that over the sugar cube. I got it all to dissolve. I got the five to one ratio. I mixed it all up with the spoon. I took a sip and I was like, oh, whoa, it's still a lot of anise flavor. And so it might be a little too much for me. But some folks were telling me there's a lot of things that you can put it into that will kind of cut that down and still give you that taste. But I'll say this, it hit me. I only took two sips. Like the glass of it is still sitting on my counter. But I, because you're supposed to keep the anise at room temperature, but you can, you want to put the ice cold water over it to make it colder. Um, but I, I have it sitting on my counter. I'll probably keep sipping it, you know, over the next week or so. But it was, it was strong to me. But it definitely hit me hard because it's, it's like 44% alcohol. So I took two sips. I ate some dinner because it was late. So I had a, just had some turkey, deli turkey. And then I went to bed and I overslept. And I might have overslept because I'm tired, but I might have overslept because I had two sips of absinthe before I went to bed too. Uh, so maybe maybe you're a person that loves licorice flavored things and anise flavored things and you might love it. Uh, to me, I don't know, I, it's going to be, it'll be a rarity for me. It's not going to be like every weekend I'm going to have a glass of absinthe, but it was worth trying out. I like old things, and so it was always on my radar of things to try. All right, right now I'm going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. And welcome back in. Hey, at Primacare, they're out to make your health care about you. They are your partner in your health care, offering the full spectrum from primary, from primary care to specialty care. It's care that is as sophisticated as you need, but also as personalized as you deserve without you having to go anywhere else. They're keeping you healthy is their continuing mission, but Primacare is also by your side for chronic conditions and those unexpected illnesses. You can always trust Primacare to provide excellent local care from their staff of 160 medical professionals. They've been by your side for more than 25 years. Make it a point to trust your future care to them by visiting them at prima-care.com. It's not complicated to get the best health care in town. And actually, Primacare, as part of being by your side, are inviting you to the first cardiometabolic day. It's happening on October 20th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., So that's going to be on Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It is a fun educational day to raise awareness about cardiometabolic disease that is prevalent in our community. 
So they're going to have free diabetes and cholesterol screening. They're going to have free body composition scan to determine total body fat and muscle mass. And from 12 to 1, there's going to be a free cooking session about how to prepare a healthy meal with Novo Nordisk spokesperson and celebrity chef, celebrity chef Noreen Calandras, sponsored by Novo Nordisk. You can meet primate care physicians and nurse practitioners from their cardiology team, endocrinology team, obesity specialty team, podiatry and vascular surgery team, in addition to their Medi weight loss nutritionist for a free consultant, uh, free consultation rather, in a friendly environment. So they're going to have a number of different booths, a number of different things. It's all happening at the BioSkills of New Bedford, I'm sorry, the BioSkills of New England in the Primacare Medical Center building. That is at 277 Pleasant Street and uh, in Fall River. And you'll be able to go and check this out and learn all about Cardio Metabolic Day, October 20th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And as somebody who has joined the medical weight loss program, I can tell you that that's made all the difference for me and maybe it can make the difference for you. All right, uh, let's see. I got to take another break. I'm sorry, callers, we will get to you. Uh, but right now, I've got to take this last break of the hour. All right, welcome back. We're going to be going into the newsroom in just a moment. When we come back on the other side, we should be joined by Stephanie Burke. She is New Bedford's own. Her brand new television series, Secrets of the Asylum, debuts tomorrow on Fox Nation's streaming service and you'll be able to watch all six episodes as stephanie and her boyfriend scott examine the mysteries of the eloise asylum outside of detroit michigan and take the paranormal into places that it's never been before so the trailer is out there now it's creepy as all heck and i can't